All right, today is Daft Tzadi Vav. We have some catch-up to do on Tzadi Hey Amit Beis. We were discussing Shitas Reb Meir, who held that the Goslin not only has to pay back the item he stole, but also that thing which appreciated in value, that additional Shavach. The Gemara had said that really she knew his kindness, so the reason he only has to give it back is because of a knas. But now we're holding the two dots about a third of the way down. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Gezele Chayzeres Be'ineha, and Rabbi Shimon Eimer, Rayan Isa Ki'ilu Hishuma Etzlebekesef. So these are the two other shitas after of Meir, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, that both seem to say that we make a cheshman of what the value was bishas the gzela, and that's what the gazlan has to pay. But it sounds like they're both saying the same thing, that the gazlan does not have to pay that additional increased value that happened since the time he stole it. So the Gemara asks now, my binayu, what's the difference between shitas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon that seem to be saying exactly the same thing? Amr Ozvid, shevach shalga begzela kamiflikidir, the machleik is between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, specifically about that shevach that's still attached to the actual dover that's nigzal. Let's say, for example, the sheep that was sheared after the gzela. Both Rabbi Hudan and Rabbi Shimon are going to be masking that you only give back the value of the sheep as it was at the time of the gzela, and the goslin gets to keep the actual shearings. Where's the machlegis Rabbi Hudan and Rabbi Shimon? It's going to be, let's say, there's improvements, there's shvach, but it's still attached to the animal. For example, let's say you stole a shorn sheep, and then it grew wool while it was in the possession of the goslin, and now you want to give it back before you sheared it. Or he stole a cow which then became pregnant while it was in this possession. Now you want to return it before it gave birth. Of them, Rabbi Yehuda suffered the Nigzel Have, and Rabbi Shimon suffered the Gazlan Have. Rav Papa Amr, no. The Kuli Alma, everybody's maskim, Shavach, Shal Gabe, Gzela, the Gazlan Have. It's still going to go to the Gazlan. I mean, that's the Kishas HaGzela. And therefore, everything that happens after that stays by the Gazlan. Vahacha, what's their Machlaikis? Lemechza Ulashlish Ulariviya Kamifligi. They're arguing about different amounts or fractions of the Gzela that Rabbi Yehuda suffered, Shavach, Shal Gabe, Gzela, Kula, the Gazlan Have. He gets to keep all of it. Rabbi Shimon suffered, no, you have to split it. Lemechza Ulashlish Ulariviya, who the Goslin. It's only going to be a half or a third of a quarter that the goslin gets to have. Because according to Rabbi Shimon, since the goslin took care of this animal while it was in his possession, we look at it as if the goslin has now kind of gone into a business deal with the nigzel to care for the animal. And therefore, the nigzel now has to kick back money towards him. So that's how Rabbi Papa is going to understand the Machlekes Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. Now, for the Gemara Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah, Gozel Parvin is Abra Etzlei Yolda or Rachel Venita Etzlei Vigazaza, Mishalem Kish Has HaGazela, which sounds like Yolda in Dafka if it gave birth, but La Yolda Adra Beina. But if it didn't give birth, then you give it back to the original Nigzal, even with that unborn Vlad inside the animal. Now, Bishlam Alarav's vid to Amr Shevach Shal Gabe Gzela the Nigzal Havi Rabbi Yehuda. So, Hamani Rabbi Yehuda, I can understand that this, this Mishnah can be Reb Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. But El Rapapa, who argued with the Rizvid, to Amr de Gazlan Havi, that this whole thing, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is going to be the Gazlan. So now, Hamani, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, remember, Rabbi Shimon is going to hold as a percentage, whereas, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, like Rapapa, it's going to stay by the Gazlan. And for the Gemara Amr Le Rapapa, who had dinafilu loyal del Nami According to Rav Papa, even though the Mishnah says that the Gazan can keep this Vlad or the Tzemer that grew while the animal was in his possession, but that is even if it didn't give birth or it didn't get shorn. Even there also, the Gazan's going to pay Kishas Hagzela and keeps the unborn Vlad and the unshorn wolf for himself. And this is that the Mishnah is making a point that the Gazan only gets it when it gave birth. That's Idi the Nasev Reisha Yolda, Nasev Seifa Nam Yolda, but it's Lav Dafka. So we have salvaged Rav Papa's shot with this other. Mishnah. And the Hanyi Kavasidur of Papa, because of Shimon Amar, Rayan Isaac, Eluhi Shuma Etzlei, Bekesef Lemechzul Reveal Lishlish, which is Rapapa's Shita in Rub Shimon, that it's like a business deal between the Goslin and the Nigzal. Amar Rav Ashi, Ki Havina Be'er of Kahana Iboyla, and when we're buyer of Kahana, we ask the Shiloh, Rabbi Shimon, Dominal Lemechzul Lishlishul Revia, Hadashoko Goslin. According to Shimon, that the Goslin only takes this percentage, Ki Misalkinan Lei, when we pay him off, that Chilik that he gets, Bidame Misalkinan Lei, 
Do we pay him with cash? Or maybe he should take from the meat of that Vlad that was born from the cow itself. We were able to push it from the following din. There are three that we shots up when there's a shevach, when there's an improvement made to the karka, and we get rid of them by paying them off. In other words, okay, we know you put money in, you improve the land, here's your cash, and we get rid of you based on that. That means that the bachar, the firstborn son, pays cash to the pashat for that which he improved the land that the bachar got to take. Or when the lekeach bought the land and put improvements into it and the balchayv gets to take, also pay him off with cash. The assignment who now have this, they inherited the property and they made it better. Also the balchayv can pay the cash and get rid of them. So even though they're not talking about a gazlan, Tysus speaks out that this is like a ton of a shire, that a gazlan will also be made whole with cash and not from the actual busser of the Vlad. Did Shmuel ever really say that that's the halacha by a balchayv, that the lekeach goes ahead and puts money and improves the karka? And now comes the balchayv to collect and he takes this piece of karka from the lekeach that you could pay cash. He actually takes the shevach themselves. He doesn't compensate that lekeach. And for the Gemara, is Rav Ashi responding to Ravina? Rabbi Rosner pointed out in his shir that whenever like, Rav Ashi is talking to Ravina, if you think about it, Ravina and Rav Ashi are the ones who actually put together the Gemara. So here they are reporting on their own conversation. Anyway, Omerle Rav Ashi says back to Rav you know when the difference is when a balchayv has to compensate the lekech? It depends whether or not that improvement was magia lekseifayim, when it reached the shoulders. What in the world does that mean? So Rashi says it's a, talking about a certain level of growth, that when the tfua becomes so tall that it reaches your shoulder height, so then it no longer requires the ground, and it's considered independent from the karka. And therefore, when the balchayv comes to collect it, it's not really part of the ground anymore. Tysus has a big problem with that, because if you're telling me it's fully grown, then it's if it's Aymed Ligzais, it's Kegaz's dummy, and therefore it is like Metaltalin. Now, the truth is, this Kasha of Taisvis was really bavorn by Rashi, but not Rashi here, it's Rashi Bab Metzia, where Rashi Bab Metzia says on, I think it's Tezayan, where Rashi says that even though it's at an advanced stage of its growth, but it's still not Aymed Ligzar, and it still is Trichin Karka. Okay, so Rashi does bavorn that, that it still needs the ground, it's not completely Aymed Ligzais Kegaz's dummy. But Al Kalpanim Taisvis brings two other Pshatim other than Rashi, the Megillah Ksefaim, either means it's a, that it's something that will be carried on the Ksefaim, meaning it's going to stay in the value of the tree like a tree that got thicker. So you're never really going to separate it from the tree. That's an example that Meiri gives when he's explaining what Tysus is suggesting. And the last chat Tysus gives is maybe that there's just a lot of extra tircha involved. And that's the expression of carrying it on your shoulders, that there's a lot more tircha involved. But anyway, I'll call pun him. There's, a chil- there's going to be two different kinds of cases, whether or not this Balchev can collect the shvach from the lekeach. That was Rav Ashi's territory to Ravina. Now it's Dr. Ravina, Omer There's plenty of times when a Balchev will come, the Komag Bishmul and Shmuel would allow them to collect from that land that the lekeach has. Afilu shvach even things that weren't, like Rashi learns, totally on the karka anymore because they were fully grown. And they would never pay for it. But the Gemara, Amalei, Ravashi says, back to Ravina, like Kasha, moving over to Amad Aleph, Ha, Damasek, like Kishir, Aravashivcha. When does the Balchayv not need to compensate him? That's when the amount was equivalent to both the land and the Shevach. So in that case, you don't have to compensate because now you're just made whole for the debt. If it's only going to pay for the land, then the extra Shevach, sure, you got to pay for it. you got to compensate him for that loss. Amalei, Ravina says back to Ravashi, there is a general whether or not if a Balchayv comes to a Lekeach to collect on the land, can the Lekeach get rid of the Balchayv just by paying him off with cash? 
So according to the Manda Omer that even if the Lekech has cash, but he cannot be Masalik the Balchayv, then Shaper, I get why Shmuel would say that even though the Chayv equals only the value of the land, not and not the Shevach, the Balchayv can still collect both the land and the Shevach additional things with the cash. El Manda Omer, Yisle Zuzi Lekech, Matsi Masalik Le Balchayv, if you hold, like those Shittas the Amaraim and Sech that you can pay off the Balchayv with cash, so what right does the Balchayv have to take the land and the Shevach, just simply give him the cash, because Leimalei let the Lekech say, Zuzi, if I had the cash of I could pay you all off, the whole thing with money. But Hasha, now that I don't have any money, at least give me the amount of land equivalent to the Shevach that I put into it. And that's how you should make the deal with me. So you, Balchayv, you have to leave me some of that land corresponding to that amount of Shevach that I put into it. Ravashi says back to Ravina, that Balchayv made this land into the Apoitiki. It's going to be collected from here to the Balchayv, to Amarle. Therefore, the Balchayv can say to him, Lo You can't push me off with cash. Everybody's asking that the entire Chayv has to be paid from this particular piece of land. So the Balchayv can, so can swoop in, take the land, and then just pay off, and just pay off the Lekeach for the Shevach with a little bit extra cash. Okay, now getting back to the Inyan we were discussing before. And Amarava, Gozal v'hishbiach umachar. So the Gazlan is Mashbiach. We had our big three-way machlekes tanaim about whether or not does the shvach go back to the nigzal. But now this gazan sold it. Gazal v'shbiach umachar. So first the gazan was mashbiach the property, and then he sold it. Or gazal v'shbiach v'hayrish. Or he actually was mayrish to his yarshim. Mashesh machar. That which he improved, he sold. And mashesh biach hayrish. And that which he also improved, he was mayrish to his kids. And according to Reb Shimon, the lekeach will keep either the half, third, or quarter of those shvach of that shvach to which the gazan was entitled. In other words, whatever the ga- Whatever schusim the Goslin had moved now to that Lekech, moved down to that Yairish. Boy, Rava, Rava has a Shiloh, though, Hishbiach Lekech, Mao. What happens if the Lekech now, who bought this property from the Goslin, now he improves it? What's going to be the halacha? So, Bosser de Boy, Hadar Pashta, Ma Macharishin Lasheni, Koschushitavaliyodai. Basically, the Lekech acts just like the Goslin. So, the, the Goslin had certain schusim, so the Lekech will have those schusim. Boy, Rava, Hishbiach Evikachavim, Mahu. What's going to be the halacha if a guy who stole something and now improved it? Are we making a takana for this guy? What's going to be the halach when he does the improvement? So, Amalei Ravach Medifti Ravina, Takanta Lo'evid Kechavim, Neku V'navoid. What's for Ashayla he does? You know, make takanas for a guyim. So, Amalei Ravina says, okay, Lo'yitzrich HaGagoyin Dezabna L'Yisrael. What happened was, the guy who stole it then turned around and sold it to a Yid, and the Yid is the one who improved it. In fact, the Gemara Saif Saif, That Yid who bought it from the guy can't be better than the original guy himself, and we didn't make the takana for the guy. All right, so Lo'yitzrich, you know what the case is? Gagoyin De Gozel Yisrael, a Yid did the stealing. And then he sold to a guy. And the guy who bought it now improved it. Now that guy turned around and sold to another Yid. So basically, it's the Yid is in the beginning and at the end of the story and there's a guy in the middle. So my, me I'm reading Kivin Mikar Yisrael Vahadur Yisrael of Rabban and Takanta, since we have the Yidin at the beginning to the end, it's just a Gaiyish sandwich, so therefore we still said the Takana. To which the Gemara ends off with a Teku. All right. More Yusayis Dika Gemara is about the definition of Shinui for Shinui Kaina. Amarav Papa, hi man de guzzle dikla mechavre vakatle. Let's say you steal a palm tree and you cut it down. And like you and the way you cut it down is like it falls into your land. So af al gav de shadyama arala aradi day, even though it fell into your own property, I guess it's your next door neighbor's 
tree that you chopped down and fell into your land. Loikani, because my taima, meikara diklamikri, vahashtanami diklamikri. Just because you made this palm tree dead, so now it's a dead palm tree, but it was first called palm tree and it's also called palm tree, so it's a dead palm tree. Very interesting little Tysus over here. Tysus says, Afalgav, the guzzle behemoth of a cutler, even if you kill an animal, cunny. So what's the difference between cutting an animal? Why don't we say, well, it was an animal before and an animal now, it's just one's alive, one's dead? Because Tysus, Hussam Havishinu de Minkertve. It's more nicker by a behemoth. Rabbi Rosner was saying maybe perhaps you can apply the kuzri about the different daimen samech, chai, and madaber. So here you have the difference between a samech and a chai is much greater. So maybe in killing an animal, making it from chai to ice chai is a bigger deal. Continues the Gemara, Diklav of Gube Loi Let's say you take a palm tree and now you make it into logs. That's not considered a Shinoi. Still the same thing. Hashtemias Gubi to Dikli Mikri. It's still considered palm tree logs. However, Gube Veavdinu Kashuri Kani. If you stole logs and then you make them into beams, that is considered a Shinoi, which is going to be kind of. Kishuri Ravarvivavdinu Kishuri Zutri Loikani. If you steal these large beams and you make them into smaller beams, that's not called a Kenyan because they're still called beams. However, Avdinhu Kitsutsyasa Kani. But if you make the beams into boards, that's enough of a Shinui to say you'll be kind of. Amar Rava, Haiman Degozel Luliva Vavdinu Hutsi Kani. If you take a Lulav and you make it into separate leaves, that's considered a Shinui that's going to be kind of. The Mikar Luliva Mikri Vahashta Hutsi. Has two different names. First it was a Lulav and now it's just called leaves. However, also Hutsi Vavdinu Chufya Kani. If you take the these individual leaves, you make them into a broom. So it's a new thing now. That's also going to be kinda because meikara hutsi vahashta chufya. Originally there were leaves, and now it's a broom. However, chufya vavde shirshura leikani. If you steal a broom and then you turn that into a rope somehow, I guess you take the individual pieces and you kind of wind them into a rope. That's not considered a kinyan because my time of why not? Because the hutter saucer leiv havi chufya. Because you can undo it. So it's a shini. That's chayzer libriyasei. Buyer of papa nechlekatiyamis mahu. What's that lacha? If you steal a lulav and you break that. Middle leaf, right? Then your machalik is What's going to be the halacha? Is that considered a shinui? Very interesting. Where Taisus discusses about what the mitzias of the nechalik and he says based on how the ga'inim understand how the leaf can't be split, only one in five hundred lulavim would be kosher. That's what Taisus says. The sefer kapais tamarim says it's not true. It's only because where Taisus lived. They didn't have palm trees, and when I guess when they brought them in on their boats, they would always break. But lamaisa, if you live in a climate in the Middle East where you have uh, Lots of palm trees. It's no big deal to not have the nechlekatiyim. But anyway, we have a shiloh. What's going to be? Is that called shinei kainif? It's nechlekatiyimus. So Toshma, the Omer of Mosin, Omer of Yeshua ben Levi, nitlehatiyimus puzzle. If it's removed, it's missing. It'll be puzzle for the mitzvah of lulav on sukkis. Turning over to Bays. my love who adin lenechleka. Very interesting. How the Gemara just kind of assumes. Can't we assume that if it's going to posel it for sukkahs, it should also be considered shinui kaina? To which the Gemara says, no. Nitla shiny. Removing is different to ha so that's a bigger shinui. Rika Diamri, here was the conversation. Toshima, the Amr of Mosin, Amr of Yeshua ben Levi, Nechelka, Tiaimis Nasa. Kimisha Nokla Upasel. Maybe if it's split, it's like it was removed and therefore the Lulav will be Pasel. Shemami, no, you see that if you steal a Lulav and it's Nechelka, Tiaimis, the Lulav's considered a shinui, which is kaina. Amr of Papa, Haiman de Gozel, Afra Mechavri. Let's say if you Steal dirt. The Avde Levinosa. And you go and make a brick out of that dirt. So Laikani, because my time the Hudder Mashvile Afra, because you can just grind it back up again. It's, it can be Khaizer Libriyasa. However, Livnisa, the Avde Afra Kani. If you steal a brick and then you grind it up, that will be kind of my 
Amrit, maybe you can also make it into a brick again. No, because high Livnisa Akritu, that's a different, that's an under a brick. Ponim Chadasha is Balakan. Even though it technically looks like the same brick, it's a different brick. That's going to be already considered a Shinai that's kind of. Yamar Papa, high man, the Gozel Nascha Mechad Revyavadzuzi. If you steal a shtikla silver and you make it into coins like honey, why? My time would, because Hadaravale Nascha, you can always melt it down again back into the original Nascha. Zuzi Vavdinhu Nascha, Kani. But let's say you steal coins and then you melt that down into silver, that is a Shinai Kainat. My Amrit was Pshat, because Hadaravale Zuzi, you can always make new coins. Vavdem is Panam Chadash's Balakan, so it's going to be considered Shinai's Kainat. Shchime Vavdinu Chadati like Kani. If you take old, tarnished Farkrachana coins and you make them new by shining them up, that's not considered a Kinyan. Chadati Vavdinu Shchime Kani. But if you steal new coins and then you make them tarnished, that is considered a Kinyan. My Amrit, what's the Chilik? Because Hadaravid Le Chadati, because you, you might think you, ah, you can make it new and shiny again, but made the idea shechmaihu. It's not really true because the tarnish will always be nicker. You can't ever really get rid of that tarnish. Then, getting back to the end of the Mishnah, Zahaklal kol nigzol mishalman kishas akzela. So Zahaklal always has to be la'asuye something, la'asuye mai, la'asuye hodom rabi Oh, we get to remember back back in the beginning of Perak Maruba on Samachay or Samachvavam Beis over there, Rabbi Law said, "Gone of Tlevenasa Isle." If the animal gets older and therefore has a shini Hashem or Egel Vanasa Shar, Nasa Shini Biyodavikana. Even though it's a shini that's Bamemela, it blibes a shini according to Rabbi Law. Therefore, Tavachu Macher Shalehu Tavech Shalehu Meicher, and therefore. It says you don't have to pay the dollar of the hay. Now, one of the kashas you can ask over here is that if you remember, Rabbi Law was arguing with Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina held that if you're going to Tlev and Asa'il, you don't say it's a Shini Kaina. So, how would Rabbi Hanina understand the La Suye Mai of our Mishnah? So, Rabbi Rosner was saying, and also Rabbi Pinsel's Gross said, maybe you can use Rabbi Chaim to explain this because Rabbi Chaim has a Yasaid, very important Yasaid to know, that this that we say Shini Kaina, that's different than just simply saying you, you, the inability of saying Harisha Chalafanecha. It's two dinim. One is that if I do a strong Shinui, I now own it. But let's say I do a not-so-strong Shinui, I may still be prevented from saying Harei Shalchala That's not the same thing as saying Shinui Kaina. And what that could be totally in this Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Law. Rabbi Law over here says, Gunam Tlevin Asa Ayel, blibes a true Shinui. That's a big Kiddush, that a Shinui that's Bama just from growing older is called a Shinui. Rabbi Hanina might hold that, sure, it's enough to be called a change that you can't say Harei Shalchala but it may not be Shinui Kaina. The challenge with all this is, Bechlal, it's hard to understand what this idea of Rabbi Chaim is. How do you reconcile saying the inability of Harish HaFanecha without saying Shinu Kaina? Especially like the way Rabbi Chanan understands Shinu Kaina, that you're taking away the Chi of Ahashiv, and it's your original Kinyan Ixela that kick in. So if I have an inability to say Harish HaFanecha, and therefore it's not Ahashiv's Ixela Shargazal, L'chaira, the Kinyan Ixela and Kinyan Ixela should make it that the Shinu is Kaina. It's just hard to split these things. But I'll there is a Rabbi Chaim, and perhaps that could be the way to understand this Gemara and the Machlegas Rebbe and Rebbe as well. Ahu Gavra, the Gozel Panda de Tairi Mechavre, a guy stole a pair of oxen from his buddy. Ozel Karav Bukarba, he plowed with them. Zarb Huzara, and he seeded, and he planted seeds with them. Lesoif Adrinum Lamare, at the end, I guess he did Chuva, and he gave back the oxen to the original Nigzal. Ozel Lekabed Rav Nachman, they came to Rav Nachman for a Psak Amr Luhu, Rav Nachman said, Zilu Shumu Shivcha Da Ashbach. Go and make a Cheshman of all the improvements that were done with the oxen, like in other words, the plowing and the seeding, all that, the Gazan has to pay the owner of the Nigzal. Now, Amr Rava, what's going on here? Turi Ashbach, Arloi Ashbach, you know, the, nothing changed with these animals. Just because there was 
was benefit and hana from the animals, you don't have to pay that value. L'chaira, the guy did a veheshif. Amr of Nachman said, Mika amina neshaimu kule? Am I saying you should make a cheshman of all of the shavach that you got to pay, that, that should be paid by the goslin? Palga kamina, I meant that half of the shavach should be paid. But Rava wasn't happy with that. Amr le Rava, Rava says back to Rav Nachman, Saif, Saif, gzeilahu, v'kohadra you paid back, you gave back the animals. So why are you paying anything for shavach? Ditnan, kol ha-gazlan mishalman kishas ha-gzeilah. So at this point, Amr le Rav Nachman said back to Rava, loy amina loch ki yasivna bedina, haven't I told you that when I'm sitting in judgment, loy tame alay midi, don't talk to me. To Amr huna, chavrne loy, because Rav huna said about me, and the reason why I made this particular gazlan pay for the hana that he got is because he's a gazlana atika. He's a professional old-time robber who's been stealing so much. And I had to give him a knas. So I, there were special extenuating circumstances. Basically, don't interrupt me while I'm doing my dinay tire. That's what Rav Nachman said. But the riff points out from here that you see that a chash person, a godl, can impose knasais even though they're outside of Eretz Yisrael. This was in Bavel. And now we come to the next Mishnah. Gozel behema v'hizkina. We mentioned this already. You steal the animal and it got old. Or avadam v'hizkinoi. Meshalem kishas akzela. But Rabbi Meir Aimer, it depends. Be'avadam Aimer loi harei fanecha. As Rashi speaks out here and earlier, since avadam are hukshu l'karkais and karka is in a nigzelas, you can always just say harei shachal afanecha. Gozel mat be'av in this. Let's say you steal a coin and it now cracked. Loses value. Or peris v'hir kivai. Or yayin v'hichmitz. Meshalem kishas akzela. Mat be'av in nifsal. Truma v'nitmes. Chometz for over alav hapesach behemav in this abda ba avera, which would make the animal into a shara niskol. Oisha nifsula me al gabe ham is beach. Oisha haisa yaitza lisokel. Oimer loy harayshal cholaf anecha. You can give it back. So obviously we'll discuss all these things in the Gemara. Omer of Papa loy hiskina hiskina mamish. Zotr of Papa. We're not limiting the hiskina to where it actually only aged, but. Even if it just got weaker, that's considered enough of a change as well. The Mishnah says it got old, which is mashma that if it just was kachasha, which is less of a shinui, it would not be considered a shinui, which the Gemara says kachasha kegain his kina. We're talking about that kind of weakness or leaning or skinniness where it now has the chashivas of the his kina. It's never going to return to its original health. And once now you do the Tvich Mechir, Shalehu Tevech, Shalehu Mechir. Omar Leir, Rashi says back to Markashisha, Lava Minalach, didn't I tell you, Lai Tachlef Gavri, don't change the names of people who say these things? Hamishmeid Rabbi Lo Yedmar, this was Bishem Rabbi Lo. Zokta Gemara, our mission had said, Rabbi Meir Aimer, Ba'avadim, Aimer Leir Rachel Chalafanecha, because it's Hokshul Karkais and Karkazin and Exelos. Omar of Chanina Baravdimi Omar Rav, Halacha Kerabi Meir. Frek the Gemara, the Rav Shavik Rabbonin Ba'avid Kerabi Meir. Why is Rav not going like the Rabbim, he's going like the Yachid Rabbi Meir? And for the Gemara, Amri Mishim de Brisa, Ipchatania, because he had a Brisa that was had the Shitas Rabbonin and Rav Meir Fakert. So that Shita is really the Rabbim, not the Yachit. Frek the Gemara, the Rav Shavik Mas Nisan, the Ovid Kibraisa. We have a Beferish, our Nusach of our Mishnah. So Lachar, why would you go like a Brisa instead of the Mishnah? And for the Gemara, Rav Mas Nisan, Nami Ipchatani. Rav also learned that same Mishnah in the opposite way. Well, my time with the Rav Apich Mas Nisan Mekami de Brisa. Why did Rav switch around our Mishnah? Because in the face of the Brisa, Adrav and Epich Lebrisa Mekami de Mas Nisan. Because we have the, right? Wouldn't the Mishnah take precedence in terms of what the Girsa should have been? And for the Gemara, Amri, Rav Nami Masnisan Ibcha Atanya. Rav learned the Mishnah the other way. It wasn't the Pshat that he was forced to because of the Brisa, but he actually had the Mishnah a different Girsa. The Gemara has an Ibai but we'll save that Teretz for tomorrow.